From the brains behind Brains On, it's Smash Boom Best. The show for people with big opinions. Hi, I'm Molly Bloom, and this is Smash Boom Best, the show where we take two things, smash them together, and ask you to decide which one is best. Today's debate is chock full of drip, swag, sauce, swank, Hillary swank, swagoo, fitsties, and so much style. Find a mirror and check your looks because it's nail polish versus sunglasses. We've got Forever Ago producer Nico Gonzalez-Whistler here to defend nail polish. Here to wipe and polish the floor (gasps) with sunglasses. (laughs) And Articles of Interest producer and host Avery Truffleman in the house to duke it out for Team Sunglasses. Sunglasses. They defend themselves. And here to judge it all is Renika. Renika can skateboard, loves Olivia Rodrigo, and when she eats something yummy, she simply has to dance. Hi, Renika. Hi. So, Renika, first of all, can you describe the yummy dance, please? Okay, so it's a jiggle. Okay, <laughs> so you go jiggle, 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 jiggle. See, this is why it's so important that you're here. <laughs> okay, and, and what foods elicit the jiggle dance? Oh, um, anything yummy, especially I love just salads. Mm. They have like the best cripsy. Is it a cripsy chicken plopano? I don't know. I love that. So every time I eat it, you know, it has to go jiggle, 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 <laughs> jiggle, jiggle. jiggle. <laughs> Wonderful. Will Renika set her sights on sunglasses or dig her claws into nail polish? Only she can tell. Renika, are you ready to judge this thing? I am so ready. Wonderful. Before we get into this debate, it's time to review the rules of the game. Round one is the Declaration of Greatness, where our debaters present fact-filled arguments in favor of their side, and they each have 30 seconds to rebut their opponent's statements. Then we've got the Micro Round, where each team will present a creative response to a prompt they received in advance. Round three is the Sneak Attack, where our debaters will have to respond to an improv challenge on the spot. And to wrap it all up, we've got the Final Six, where each team will have just six words to sum up the glory of their side. Our judge, Renika, will award two points in the first round, one for her favorite rebuttal, the other for the declaration she liked best. Then she'll award one point in each round after that, but she'll keep her decisions top secret until the end of the debate. Listeners, we want you to judge too. Mark down your points as you listen. At the end of the show, head to our website, smashboom.org, and vote for whichever team you think won. Okay, Avery, Nico, and Renika, are you ready? Ready. Ready. So ready. Ooh, very nice. Then it's time for the... Declaration of Greatness. We flipped a coin, and Nico, you're up first. Tell us why nail polish makes for the best pinky Picassos. Growing up, my friend Yvonne loved to express himself. I've always been a creative guy that like likes experimenting, you know, whether it was with with my outfits or like phone cases or like when I was in school, it was like my backpack. He was always looking for ways to push the boundaries of style. Like, one year, he picked out a backpack with a flash of hot pink across the middle because he wanted to stand out in the hallways at school. And my mom was all worried because I was going to go to school with, like, my backpack that had a little bit of pink, you know? But Yvonne drew the line at nail polish. As a Latino and a Puerto Rican, I grew up in the island, and I think that growing up, I would have never dared to do something like that because it was considered either girly or, like, people would just label you quickly if they saw you painting your nails. I've felt nervous about wearing nail polish, too. But 
In reality, nail art has been popular with people of all genders for thousands of years. In fact, some of the first people to color their nails were ancient Babylonian warriors living in what is now Iraq. Before battle, these men would paint their nails to intimidate their enemies. We are totally going to win this battle. Those Babylonians don't stand a chance. Huh, no doubt about it. Nothing could make me turn back now. No matter how big, how strong, how... Wait, do they have painted fingernails? Retreat! Retreat! Ancient Egyptians also colored their nails. They used a brownish-red dye called henna. Queen Nefertiti and the pharaohs Cleopatra and Hatshepsut all sported deep red manicures. And in the Incan Empire, people would use teeny tiny brushes, like the ones that nail artists use today, to paint eagles and other culturally important symbols right onto their nails. And even now, thousands of years later, we're still doing nail art. Nails are for everybody. That's Natalie Minerva. She's a nail artist based in Los Angeles. Nail art doesn't need to be pink and flowery and cutesy to be nail art. It can be a simple black line. It can be, you know, a small emblem. It is anything that you want it to be. Right. Your nails are like little built-in blank canvases on your fingers and toes. Nail polish isn't very expensive and anyone can learn how to use it. Once you do, it's an incredible way to show the world who you are. When Yvonne finally decided to give it a try, he chose a design that really represented his identity. So I painted my nails and I did a super cool Puerto Rican design um, with the flag, the coqui, like a little flame and all that stuff. And I loved it because everywhere I went, people would just look at my nails and they would spot the Puerto Rican flag and they would be like, oh, Boricua, oh my gosh. Today, painting his nails is still an important way of expressing himself. One of my favorite nails I've done were full yellow and then only one nail on each hand had a happy face. <laughs> and I thought it was so fun because I'm just a very happy person. So I feel like, honestly, it's a cool way to represent your culture through nails. And I don't know, it just feels like you're just proud of being who you are and you are not afraid to show it because <laughs> your fingers are going to be seen by everyone. Bam. Nail polish is an affordable, accessible art form. It lets you flex your creativity and show off your identity in so many ways. And your nails can change as often as you do. So how are you going to paint your nails next? Nico, did you paint your nails today to intimidate your opponent? Oh, yeah, of course. I thought about going black and green, but then I was inspired by Yvonne's yellow, bringing like a little bit of cheerful energy rather than, you know... I didn't want to intimidate Avery too much. Cheerful intimidation. That's what it's all about. (laughs) Renika, what stood out to you about Nico's Declaration of Greatness? The history. I think, okay, I'm not not a big fan of going back into, like, ancient Egypt. But, like, that was cool. That really stood out to me. And I had no idea that that actually happened, that they paint their nails, which is a cool fact to learn. Yeah. There was an artifact and included in the ancient Babylonian warriors battle kit, you know, like things to sharpen your weapons, things to, you know, stay hydrated and a little metal nail kit, manicure kit, a manicure set. Oh, very very cool. I'll give you that. It's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Avery, it's time for your rebuttal. You've got 30 seconds to prove why nail polish is just finger graffiti. And your time starts now. I mean, 
Yeah, nail polish is an affordable way for people to express themselves, but there are lots of affordable ways for people to express themselves. And it shouldn't necessarily be about, like, what color you paint your nails. I don't understand <laughs> why that would be an efficient way to, like, show the world who you who you are. As you said, you have to learn how to do it first. And that takes time. So that takes a lot of time. <laughs> and... Time. Also, <laughs> <laughs> and yet here you are <laughs> learning to talk. <laughs> All right, Avery, I know you have more to say. So please tell us why sunglasses are so polarizing. Okay, so I don't wear eyeglasses, but I still go get my eyes checked by an eye doctor. Well, you've got eyeballs, and I'm your doctor, and I'll take care of your eyeballs. That's my eye doctor, Dr. Bazan. And last time I went to him, he gave me some important medical advice. Wear sunglasses. I'm not special. Dr. Bazan tells all of his patients to do this. No, and the reason we give this advice to everyone is because the sun is one of the most damaging things to our eyes. UV rays can give you a sunburn on your eyes. And even if your eyes don't get burned, UV light can still damage them and even change the way they look. So sunspots or pinguiculus um, are a factor of too much damage from the sun. So sunglasses helps prevent little bumps on the whites of our eyes that can cause lots of problems later on, such as dryness, um, dry eye disease, and, and redness, and irritation. And those changes can be thwarted by wearing sunglasses. If you're outside for more than 20 minutes, you should wear sunglasses that have UV protection. And Dr. Bazan says sunglasses are important all year round, not just in summer. Our eyes are often watery or irritated um, because of all this cold winter winds that we're getting spinning around, hitting us in the face and eyes. And sunglasses can actually help protect against that, too. So sunglasses really are medical devices. They're good for you, but they're also glamorous. When Hollywood first became the place where movies were shot and movie stars were out in the sun all day, of course they needed to protect their beautiful eyes and faces from the sun. And that made sunglasses cool. In fact, the modern use of the word cool was coined in the late 1930s by the legendary saxophonist Lester Young, who was the first jazz musician to wear sunglasses at night on stage. They were that cool. These days, a lot of celebrities and musicians wear sunglasses. Sunglasses that were made by Rachel Cohen. The musicians love their sunglasses. I mean, we have done so many music videos. You know, we have uh, outfitted Lady Gaga for the covers of magazines and things and for music videos. So that's Elton John wearing wearing your glasses. Yes. Oh, here's Lena Dunham wearing the glasses. There's uh, Rita Ora. Rachel and her sister Marilee are the creators of Mercury sunglasses. They make each frame by hand out of sequins and clay and feather boas, almost anything. Oh, these are actual seashells. Oh, wow. Tiny seashells. Rachel says sunglasses can turn a person into a personality. It can change a look. It can change a feeling. It can change how you feel about yourself or how other people see you. And sunglasses are a huge part of pop culture. People love them so much they can't stop singing about them. Sunglasses. 
And now sunglasses come in so many different colors and shapes, they can go with almost any mood or any outfit. And Dr. Bazan says that's important. Because if it doesn't look good, you're not going to wear it. That's the truth. So we know that fashion's a key component. And that goes double duty for kids too. So if, if the kids don't have sunglasses that they like or they don't think look cool, they're not going to wear them. So sunglasses are cool and healthy. And the coolness makes them even more healthy. Sunglasses are the best. Avery coming in hot for the very, very cool sunglasses. All right, Renika, what stood out to you about Avery's Declaration of Greatness? Okay, sunglasses. Sunglasses. Who would have known that sunglasses <laughs> was so important? I didn't. I mean, that's like the <laughs> coolest part of it. I did not know that you had to wear sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Good job, Avery. Thank you. <laughs> Good job. All right, Nico, it's time for your rebuttal. You've got 30 seconds to show why sunglasses are oh so shady, and your time starts now. Okay, I will start with uh, sort of the medical argument. I do wear glasses. I have to wear them. Um, I can't wear contacts. And wearing sunglasses, switching from one pair of glasses (laughs) to another pair of prescription glasses is impossible, time-consuming, hate to do it. Um, Also, in terms of waist like Avery has worn three different pair of sunglasses so far in this taping and all I can think about is the fossil fuels required to produce each pair of those and, and then time. oh my god I didn't even get to celebrity like nail striving. polish isn't made of polymers get out of here get out of here They're probably made from the same stuff same dinosaur <laughs> okay uh, 30 seconds goes fast very fast very fast okay Renika it is time to award some points. So please give one point to the Declaration of Greatness you liked best and one point to the most awesome rebuttal. You get to decide what makes a winning argument. Did one team's jokes win you over or were you swayed by their killer logic? Award your points, but don't tell us who they're going to. You could give both points to the same person or a point to each debater. Have you made your decision? I have. Excellent. Avery and Nico, how are you two feeling so far? So tense. (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling creative. My nail polish came from me. I didn't just buy it from a store. I mean it came from you. You made it at home. No, but I decided this is how I want it to look from an infinite array of options. Sunglasses. You're just choosing someone else's, you know, creative What are you talking about? (laughs) So I'm feeling pretty amazing. I'm having a great time. I feel amazing, too. The cool as a cucumber. My eyes are protected. I'm going to live forever. Protected from what? We are inside. Tacky. No, it's helping me with my poker face. Mm, that's another use for the sunglasses. All right, take a moment to brush up your nails or reflect some rays. And we'll be right back with more Smash Boom Best. You're watching State of Debate, home to raging rhetoric and awe-inspiring argumentation. Hey, debaters. Todd Douglas here with my debate the bestie, Taylor Lincoln. We're back again, and we caught a big old logical fallacy, which is a debate mistake that makes an argument easy to defeat. It was a no-true-Scotsman fallacy. That's when you have a really rigid idea about what something is, and anything that doesn't have all the criteria you're looking for is a fake. A dud. Just doesn't cut it. 
Like saying true Scotsmen never shave on Sundays, and then saying Eric is Scottish, but he shaves every day, so he's not a true Scotsman. That's some bogus haggis. Okay, let's head over to Australia to listen to these two koalas throw down some true Scotsman energy. Aww. Hey, Joanne, have you seen my favorite stick around? Uh, no, I haven't. (sighs) Darn, I really love that stick. Do you think, like, maybe Robbie took it? I mean, I don't see why he would. I actually have a lot of questions about Robbie, okay? No. Yes, like, why doesn't he smell like eucalyptus? Uh, not all of us do. It's not a given. He smells like a potato. I've never noticed that. Yes, and every time I wake up from a nap, he's awake. What's wrong with that? Koalas sleep 18 to 22 hours a day, and I never see him sleeping. That can't be. I'm just going to come out and say it. He's not a koala. He's my brother. We're twins. He's definitely a koala, Joanne. Well, he's not a real koala. Strutting around awake all the time and smelling like a potato. Whoa, things got really intense there. Right? Insisting that every koala has to have the exact same set of characteristics or they aren't real is not only messed up, it's mean. Yeah, those koalas need to go take a nap. Right, Todd? Todd? Oh, oh, sorry. I thought we were all napping. Catch you next time on... State State of Debate! You're listening to Smash Boom Best. I'm your host, Molly Bloom. And I'm your judge, Renika. And we love getting debate suggestions from our listeners. Take a listen to this magical debate idea from a knot. My debate idea is dragons versus phoenixes. Now that's a fantasy I want to see. We'll check back with a knot at the end of this episode to see which side she thinks should win. And now it's back to today's debate, nail polish versus sunglasses. That's right, and it's time for round two, the micro-round. Today's micro-round challenge is called Letter to the Editor. We asked you both to write a letter to the editor of an important magazine or journal complaining about your opponent and how they're just ruining things. Nico went first last time, so Avery, you're up. Tell us about the nail-biting problems nail polish is causing. Dear Editor, Your recent article, Polish Perfect, really rubbed me the wrong way. Manicures take forever, and they're hard to do, and you failed to mention that a lot of nail polishes are bad for you. For real, if you wear nail polish every day, your nails will dry up and turn yellow. Ick. Nails are still a part of your skin, so whatever you put on your nails can seep inside you, which is scary when you think that a lot of nail polishes contain bad chemicals like formaldehyde. And sure, there are nail polish brands that say they're safe, but often those safer ingredients haven't been studied. Can we trust them? For me, it's just not worth it. My hands aren't decorative. I like to get them dirty. They need to type on keyboards and grab handrails and knead dough and make snowballs. I'd rather express myself in a way that's cool and good for you. Like with sunglasses. They come in just as many colors as nail polish. And you can see them more easily because they're on my face. Sincerely, Avery, abolish the polish, Truffleman. 
Very nice work, Avery. Nico, now it's your turn to talk about the dark side of the lens. To whom it may concern, while I usually love your magazine, I was extremely disappointed to see sunglasses on your top 10 list of must-have summer accessories. Sending your readers in droves to the sunglass hut, more like the sunglass butt, they'll be stuck in a sunglass rut. Sure, I'm all for protecting our retinas, but that's not even what sunglasses were originally designed to do. They are tools of deception. Some of the first people to wear sunglasses were judges in 12th century China. They wore flat pieces of quartzstone to conceal their eyes when hearing court cases. So deceptive. Also, sunglasses encourage naughty behavior. Researchers found that slipping on a pair might make the wearer act dishonest and ungenerous. In a word, shady. When wearing sunglasses, people were also less likely to give money to a stranger in need, probably because they felt anonymous. Do we want a community where our friends and neighbors are knowingly doing us dirty? Bottom line, shady people wear sunglasses as a disguise so they don't have to look anyone in the eye. As a society, we need to be reaching out to one another, extending our hands. And those hands should be expressions of our genuine selves, which is why I was delighted, but not at all surprised, to see that number one on your must-have list was, of course, a fresh manicure. Great call on that one. Signed, Unshady Lady. Oh my, both coming in with fiery, fiery letters. Incredible. All right, Renika, what did you like about Avery and Nico's letters? They were both so shady. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting into, you know, the shady, the shadiness, the shadiness. I love it. I love Avery's standpoint. (laughs) Gonna be a tough one, guys. I must admit, it's gonna be a tough one. Renika, it's time to award a point. Again, the criteria is up to you. Who really had some facts worked in? Who persuaded you? Who was the most shady? Again, up to you. Have you made your decision? I have. Fantastic. Then it's time for our third round, the super stealthy (laughs) sneak attack. Your sneak attack is the dinglehopper. For this challenge, we would like you to list three uses for your side other than what they're really used for. So, for example, if your side was marshmallows, you could be like, marshmallows are used to make the most amazing beds ever for ants. Like, you've never laid on anything so plush and pillowy and perfect. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. Avery went first last time. So, Nico, you are going to start. Tell us your first alternative use for nail polish. Okay. Clear nail polish does not get, like, a ton of credit, um, but it can be used for so many non-nail polish-related things. One of them is if you ever have, like, a ring or a piece of jewelry that is turning your finger a color, you put clear nail polish on the inside of it, it will stop. Also, speaking of safety, if you ever get a crack in your windshield and you cover it with clear nail polish, it won't spread. So it could save your life. Whoa. Okay. Clear nail Starting polish as a Swiss Army knife of amazingness. All right, Avery, 
Let's hear your dinglehoppers. Those are hacks. (laughs) (laughs) I took the assignment literally. What is a dinglehopper if not a hack? No. Have you seen The Little Mermaid? Okay. Uh, She was hacking. (laughs) Scene changes for shadow puppet shows. Oh. Just yes. saying, like if you ha- if you're doing a, sa- a shadow puppet show and you want to have a change in the scenery over your um, flashlight, you know, sunglasses come in all different colors. That could be sort of a night scene in your shadow puppet show. Sounds like a way to or end the show. A- no, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, sunglasses come in all different colors, and they really impact your mood and the way you see the world. There is all kinds of science about how using literal rosy-colored sunglasses make you feel more optimistic about the world. And you could put that into your shadow puppet show to uh, create a new vibe and a new energy and really create a sort of masterful, fully immersive art World. Avery's got rose-colored glasses about this idea. Okay. Listen, (laughs) Javanese shadow puppet shows. It's no joke. (laughs) No art form. All right, Nico, let's hear your second alternative use. Okay. Okay. Um, Unlike sunglasses, often made of plastic, not actually recyclable, nail polish, usually from glass. If you rinse out the glass bottle... It can become a terrarium. Mm. Get some moss. Get some little flowers. You could use it as a vase. Um, put some water droplets in there. Cover it back up. You have a whole ecosystem just right on your dresser. Very nice. All right, Avery, let's hear your second alternative use. You can use sunglasses also as protection for um, science experiments. They function also like uh, protective eyewear if you are mm. mixing things. So they don't just protect you from the sun and the wind and uh, from the gazes of other people. You could also wear them if you wanted to do some impromptu, uh, you know, build a build a volcano in your kitchen. You got to just put on some sunglasses just to be safe. Just to Love be sure. it. Very good. All right. Nico, your final alternative use for nail polish. Okay. This is for Renika specifically. <laughs> Imagine... Your skateboard deck, because you're doing so many tricks, gets a little scuffed, but it's just a little bit, you know, or you want to do sort of a super intricate design, like right under the wheels. Big paintbrush, not going to be able to do it. Lots of paint could run. Nail polish, designed not to get runny. You can get super intricate in your designs. So I'm thinking custom skate decks. Mm, Personalizing the skateboard. Renika's on it. Okay. Avery, your final alternative use for sunglasses. Okay, well, this is also a useful one for you, Anika. (laughs) Two can play at that game. So, um, you know, a lot of traffic cops wear sunglasses, and it's not only to hide their eyes or be shady. They also help with movement. If you get the glare out, it can help you discern where traffic is going, and you can see fast-moving things more clearly. So they actually are like... Vision sharpeners, if you're, say, skating really quickly down a hill and you want to make sure that you're safe from oncoming cars, they also help sharpen your vision, especially if you're wearing, like, polarized lenses. They're safety devices for scanning your environment. Oh, my. I did not know. Nail polish and sunglasses. I would say that's not, that's not a dinglehopper <laughs> use. <laughs> well, you know... I had one, but it wasn't as relevant to Renika's life. So I was also going to make I them uh, you out. <laughs> architectural buttresses for card houses, but that's less relevant. 
Oh, my gosh. So many uses. So many uses. So little time. All right, Renika, think about which side impressed you the most and award your fourth point. Again, the criteria is up to you. Which one sounds more useful? Which one was more creative? Which one made you laugh? Which one made you think? Up to you. Have you made your decision? I have. (gasps) Perfect. Then it's time for our final round. The final six. Okay. Avery, you've got six words to make us see the light. Why are sunglasses supreme? The emoji for cool wears sunglasses. Oh, Oh, la la. Very nicely done. Okay, Nico, it's your turn. Let's hear six words that'll take a shine to nail polish. Nail polish, colon. (laughs) Does colon count as a word? No, it's punctuation. Express yourself. Show off. Oh, very, very nice. All right, Renika, it is time to award a final point for this final six. Have you made your decision? I have. All right, do some tallying. Are you ready to crown one team the Smash Boom best, Renika? Yes. All right, drum roll, please. And the winner is... Amazing. So, Renika, was there a moment that really decided things for sunglasses? Okay, I feel like the moment I really got it was um, when Avery was doing the dingle hopper. And Mm. she spoke about a lot of things that were, like, really relevant. And don't get me wrong, nail polish. Don't get (laughs) me wrong, Nico. I'm all about expressing yourself, and I love it. I, too, um, do nails. Well, Mm. I don't do nails, but I get my nails done in very loud colors, expressive colors, and all of that. And I love that. But, you know, everyone me over. Sunglasses won me over with those dingle hoppers. Uh, wow. Thank love you. safety. It was a close debate. It now, really was. It really was. It really was. Amazing, Nico. I learned so much. The history, I did not know about that history. I don't wear nail polish, but when I do... I will turn my bottles into tiny terrariums. <laughs> a brilliant idea. Brilliant. Brilliant. Brilliant, Nico. Avery Truffleman, you're a genius. You're an excellent friend. And you look really good in your daily sunglasses. Thank you. You look really good in your nail polish. <laughs> I learned a lot. I understand. It's really good for your eyes, the safety. But you really, really got me on... On your final six. Your final mm. six was killer. Yeah. It's that emoji. I use it. I love it. It's the yeah. difference between a normal emoji and a cool emoji. It's just the sunglasses. Well, that is it for today's debate battle. Renika crowned team sunglasses the Smash Boom best, but what about you? Head to smashboom.org and vote to tell us who you think won. Smash Boom Best is brought to you by Brains On and APM Studios. It's produced by Molly Bloom, Rosie DuPont, Ruby Guthrie, and Aron Woldeslassi. We had engineering help from Gary O'Keefe and Alex Simpson with sound design by Rachel Breeze. Our editors are Shayla Farzan and Sandin Tapp. And we have production help from Anna Goldfield, Mark Sanchez, Anna Weggle, and Nico Gonzalez-Whistler. Our executive producers, Beth Perlman, and the APM Studios executives in charge are Chandra Kavati, Alex Schaffert, and Joanne Griffith. Our announcer is Marley Foyerworker Otto, and we want to give special thanks to Austin Cross and Taylor Kaufman. Nico, is there anyone you'd like to give a shout-out to today? 
I would love to give a shout out to uh, Bad Bunny. He has the best <laughs> manicures. <laughs> And he also and he also suffered a brutal and unfair loss last night at the Grammys. So you guys texted me last night like horrible news, <laughs> very bad news. <laughs> but at least he got that coveted Smash Boom Best shout out. How right. about you, Avery? Any shout outs or special thanks? The sun, <laughs> without whom none of this would be possible. <laughs> Good point. Iconic, the sun. We love them. Renika, how about you? Any special thanks? Uh, shout out to Molly for having me back here today. Oh my gosh, we love having you here. It is a total delight. All right, before we go, let's check in with Anat and see who she thinks should win her Dragons versus Phoenixes debate. I think Phoenixes would win because they're just this beautiful red, orange, yellow bird that just flapped around. Do you have an idea for a knockdown drag out debate? Head to smashboom.org and tell us about it. We'll be back with a new debate battle next week. Winner is. Oh, I was supposed to say that. No. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> the suspense. Are you kidding? The suspense. <laughs>